Hi, I'm Charles Zoll. I'm Kevin Talaka. I'm Julie Gomez. Uh, so, for the starting summary of the novel Frankenstein, uh, after we have read the letters, uh, Victor, uh, Victor and his family go to Italy and they find this adorable uh, girl in an orphanage because her parents have died. Or maybe her father left. I don't remember. But uh, her name is Elizabeth. And then after adopting Elizabeth, because she was then supposed to be his fiance, <laughs> uh, and then from that, his mother dies and Victor goes off to college. And once Victor learns about alchemy, even though it's outdated, he gets very interested in it. And when he brings his work to his father and the professors, they kind of shoo him away. And then he proceeds to literally just isolate himself from the rest of the world and work on it for, like, what, the next six years? Something around that. And then so so then he starts assembling this uh, terrible-looking monster from the parts of other dead people. And then he eventually, well, creates it. And that's where I'm going to pass off to you, Kevin. So he creates he creates the creature, and immediately he is terrified by, the, by its grotesque looks. Just everything about it, he runs away. He tries to get some sleep, and then the monster just stares right at him. Which pretty much just sends him into shock. He runs away again, and then he runs into Henry, I believe. I think okay, right, yeah. Sick. Yeah, it was. And, that, and then he got sick, and then he got a letter, letter from Elizabeth, I think it was again, mm-hmm. about what was going on back at home. Mm-hmm. And then I'll pass it on from there. Okay, well, when the creature was born, he was all alone because Victor ran away. Um, basically, what we went through was like him figuring out like the basics of life. So he figured out like his um, feelings, or rather like hunger, thirst, all that stuff. And then he learned how to make a fire and to like keep it shown like knowledge. And he learned from like, um, I think it was villagers or like a little town that he was like super ugly because everybody would like run at him and like try to beat him and basically just like didn't care for his life, I guess. And then he found like a, a nice cottage and uh, was full of like a few people, but he didn't want to go in because he was like, I'm ugly, Scared, so yeah. he just stay out. And, and from there, he learned how to, like, talk and, like, um, have Interact. It. Yeah, interact, but, like, not interact fully. And something also, this is kind of going off summary, so sorry for cutting you off, but, like, I thought it was kind of unique how, like, they didn't regard his life even though he was made just despite being able to bring back life. So I yeah. thought that was kind of ironic in that idea. Uh, you can continue with the summary. It's, uh, sorry oh, for cutting you off. It's okay. And he kind of learned, like, his actions had consequences since, like, he used to steal from them and all that. And then all of a sudden, he realized how much, like, suffering they had to deal with. So he started, like, being nice and getting them stuff, this and that. And I guess that's about it. Mm-hmm. How about... Wait, did you say about how, um, when they met? Because this is... Did you, Kevin? When they met for Henry? Yeah. Yes, when, they, when we got no, sick. When, no, no, no. When, um, um, when William died, and then they met the monster, the creature, and um, Frankenstein. Oh, we didn't get that far, yeah. So. Oh, okay. You want me to go? Sure, go for it. 
So basically, Victor gets a letter talking to saying that um, his brother, William, got murdered. And so he was like hysterical and he went back home. And all of a sudden, like, it was like a storm. It was like a big storm. He was like feeling like, this is my emotion. This is like the nature is like feeling me, right? Basically. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when a, a, thun, a lightning strikes, he sees the monster's like figure. And he <laughs> literally just thinks, he killed my brother, even though like, the evidence is pointing to one of their close friends. Yeah. So, basically, he says that she's not guilty, this and that, but the person that who has been blamed for the murder gets executed. And then, so, when he gets sad, he goes to take a vacation, basically, and he meets the monster there, and that's when the monster talks about what I talked about prior, um, about his, like, life, what happened after. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good summary of generally what we've read so far, so I think this is good. Uh, and for this part of the podcast on series, I think you guys would like to add to it? Nope, that um, was good. Alright, so now we're going to talk about topic 2A, which is Victor's character development. And I think that at the beginning of the book, uh, he really didn't have a self, uh, sense of self-responsibility because he was literally giving, given everything he ever needed. He was able to pursue his studies in college, no matter what it was. He was The tuition was easily paid for. Everything in his life was paid for. He even got himself a fiance in the form of his adoptive's adopted sister. So I think at the beginning, he didn't really have any of it, but it slowly develops. I think... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, I was just... I think, like, his, like... Because he didn't want it when he, someone told him that, like, what he was reading was trash, right? He didn't want to accept it. Even since he was young, he didn't want to accept it from his father. And then his um, mm-hmm. teacher told him that. And really, he also didn't really want to accept the reasoning. But he, like, took the, like, books that he told him to read and read them, right? But he still kept the other things in mind, even though, like, he told him not to. And then... When he created the monster, it was really like a, I don't care about nature. Like, I don't know. I think playing mm-hmm. death isn't, like, natural. Obviously, it's I, not. I don't think he had a regard for life. Yeah. Is the way See, it. it was just I, based I on his know. achievements, yeah. 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 And I think, well, when he did it, he was, like, excited. And he, like, was like, oh, yes, I did that. But then after mm-hmm. he realized that he created something so, like, horrendous. And grotesque, Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of regretted it immediately, like... Yeah, but he didn't take responsibility of it, or, like, mm-hmm. like tried to, like, you know... He just ran um, away rather than facing it head-on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's just, like, really idiotic, because, like... So, so I think, like, in his character development, I think that we can all agree, like, so far, he doesn't really take responsibility for his actions. Yeah. But he has self-awareness, kind of, in the sense that, like, he knows what he did was wrong at that point. He's like, I've made a mistake, but he's too childish to kind of confront it and be like, yeah, yeah that's kind of my fault, right? So I don't think he realized how much of a, of a mistake he made until he got the letter, letter after, exactly. yeah. after finding out really, family died. Yeah. Responsibility is like, you should like go, like not even like, you don't have to go head on, you know, if it's like horrible and it like, it might like hurt you, you shouldn't do that, but like, if you created that and if you wanted that you need to like um what's it called direct it to the right like like direct mm-hmm. it to the right side i guess yeah. you know what I'm talking about? like you don't want him to go to another path like they could literally use him like a murderer yeah 
And I think that's just kind of, I just think it's kind of weird, though, because, like, he has no regard for life until he gives something else life. And it's, like, so grotesque. He, like, his his change of mind to, like, creating life and life in general just completely shifts. I think the only, I think when he realized, uh, he regarded life or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. Um, yeah. is when his mother died, really. It was like, I guess yeah. he never necessarily thought of that prior, but then when he was, oh, he was isolated and like he's lost his self-awareness and he lost like, like sense of humanity, right? So I think that's what also like led him to create the monster. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder like what you were saying, if that was maybe like a motive, because like if he saw like he could create this grotesque monster from multiple people if he could bring back like one person right so i wonder if that was ever in the back of his mind i don't know if it was explicitly said maybe but i think maybe bringing back his mother or like loved ones around him might be a cause or at least a pushing force towards it would they even still have like the sense like because frankenstein like he barely like was it created right and he didn't have a sense of like awareness or anything like that so i guess he never like yeah, I guess he just played with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, do we want to cut this off at this section, or do we want to no. keep going? We still need another, some more yeah. parts to this. All right. So I'll just, I'll yeah, just trail on now. So okay. he definitely got more responsibility after realizing his one creation for one life resulted mm-hmm. in two lives being taken out of this world. One from the person that, William, that was murdered, and then... Caroline, when she was executed, I believe it was, because oh, I, she was framed. Justine. 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 Yeah, that's her name. All right. That's actually, I think, a really good, like, analogy. Like, he brought one life in this world, but it took two from his. I think, but, like, he didn't, like, even know he murdered, um, like, a wa- William. Like, he didn't know that. And, like, even, like, once he saw the Frankenstein, I mean, the creature, like, he could have like taken into like consideration that he could tell them and like save Justine and, and lose just well already you he already lost the life so why don't doesn't he like try and save the other one but he doesn't want to like accept the fact that he did something like so horrible but then he's like allowing death to happen. Yeah, and I think also like uh, kind of going off of more what Kevin said, just like the fact that two lives were taken from him like. I think that's a very strong image to what's it called to Victor. I don't know if Victor like understands that, of course, but like two people near him were taken out because he brought something into this world. And I thought that was like a really cool way of putting it. Like you shouldn't meddle with life and death. Mm-hmm. Like you should just stay with what you are, are at. And I thought that was like a really interesting way for the author to kind of show those two things i know we're going a bit off topic from responsibility actions and self uh development and whatever but i thought that was kind of a cool detail so i kind of want to build off that i don't think do you think he ever took responsibility in these chapters that we've read probably not since for the most part i don't think he has yeah it was more so his wake-up call that he has created some issues yeah yeah, like what Kevin has said, it's a wake-up call, but he's not still, he's still not taking responsibility. He's, still not like, he's maybe on the edge of just, like, thinking about, like, is that my fault? Should I say, like, this was my doing? But I don't think he's gonna, at this point, like, where he's at, he's, he's, he's not gonna, he's not gonna take responsibility I mean, for what he's like, done. 
the only part where he like took responsibility literally was talking to the creature like how, i don't know if he should like take responsibility in front of that creature if he thinks that he killed someone else because of his own i, I think that's actually kind of like, i think that's the long. only time he took like took responsibility like he was like you killed my brother this and that like are you not scared of me i'm the one that brought you into this world i can take you out but yeah. that's like the only time he ever like took responsibility. yeah like, i think that's a really interesting dynamic though like yeah. you killed my brother right so i'm gonna kill you but then you're like super but you don't want to kill your creation right it's like you're so scared of it but you're also like so intrigued i think maybe it could have been a cause behind it because like he's angry that it killed his brother but like he doesn't know if he can actually kill it because like it's, it was it was not supposed to be alive <laughs> i think this is to say I think this is a good spot to cut this part off because we can get more into that for the last question. Uh, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. All right, so I'm going to stop it here. All right, so to kick off uh, section 2B's uh, question, like talking about uh, between the Wordsworth poem and Frankenstein, I think that going in between the two, uh, the poem, it says, uh, it says quoted, um, let nature be your teacher. And I think that's like literally matches like up to the book because like in nature is literally showing victor right now like don't meddle with death like let this be an example for what you should and should not do right i think that's a really good uh i think that's a really good line that go that pairs up pretty well with the question so if there's anything else you guys would like to throw on that you can i would uh, also say let nature be your teacher i would say that frankenstein really um let nature like I mean, not Frankenstein, the creature, mm -hmm. um, really, like, led that, you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he learned from what, the five... He learned what was from back around him, from, like, around him, literally. Yeah. And he learned from, like, just, like, basic human beings, and, like, they're mm -hmm. natural, obviously. I think that's actually a really good, like, connection. I, I didn't get, I didn't see that at first, but that's he a pretty good learned, connection. Like, I guess, like, yeah, he just learned a lot from, like, just things that didn't have to do with, like, going to college or... You know, reading books. I, I I think didn't he like learn from someone reading a book or something? Something. Yeah, uh, I think. Then okay. Also, this is like three lines that I thought was also really important and really well alluded to Frankenstein. Uh, it's our meddling intellect misshapes the beauteous forms of things we murder to dissect. And he, Victor may have not murdered, but he did dissect so many bodies to create Frankenstein or the monster, the creature. And I also think like talking about like the intellect also talks about like sometimes we're too smart for our own good and i think this is kind of an example so i think this is like this just right here alludes so much like this poem really goes hand in hand with the book so that's personally my thoughts and opinions on it so far and then, i i have another i have, right. I have another one. it says uh books to uh to Dolan and lister i think that really like compares to also Victor, but like in college, mm -hmm. because he really like he had like a really dull life and like it was like endless like learning and like he never like really again he was isolated, he isolated himself, and I think it really like it was literally the book, it was literally the book. He really just isolated himself and like took him out of like his own like life, you know, while when he put like 
And then there's another line, how sweet his music on my life is more um, of wisdom in it. I think that kind of compares. So in college, he read books and endless, like, endlessly like did that, right? And I said himself. But then when he put the creature, uh, made this creature like be put in the world, he like pushed him out to like, because remember, um, the creature also talked about like the birds singing and like beautiful instruments. I think that's like, and then he gained like wisdom and knowledge and like feelings from that, you know. <laughs> uh, Kevin, is there anything you would like to? Sure, I'll go. I'll go into the second part of the question where we have to compare, compare, compare and contrast how the poem goes to their life. So, this poem definitely does go against Victor's view on knowledge, since the poem talks about how nature is the teacher. But then, in in Victor's view, would be that teachers are teachers at universities and stuff. But then, when we look into the monster, it's definitely more so along the lines of how the monster has been learning with nature. Alright, here, give me 10 seconds. I gotta go grab my cat off the stairs because he's ripping it up with his claws on her back. You guys can keep talking. Just update me when I'm back. It, it should only be like 10, 15 seconds. Alright. Um, okay. So yeah, with the monster, yeah. everything is just about yeah, think... anything in nature. Yeah, he never necessarily had like a mentor. No, he never had a mentor ever. And I think like I think the was... closest he had to a mentor was his professor, right? The the one that at least was supporting. I'm talking about creature, the creature, the creature. Oh, our, our, he never had a mentor, and like I guess I, I honestly, honestly, he's a genius. I would not, I could. I think like also him not having a mentor is kind of also like, in a sense, like the creature is almost Victor's kind of child in a sense because he brought him into this world, right? But he was never a parent to it, if that makes any sense. He didn't nurture it, right? And nature is all about nurturing it, right? So I think that's kind of an interesting comparison is he never was there for the creature. So whatever the creature has developed is from pretty much just instinct. And then somehow being really smart as a very crazy intellect. We could transition right now straight into questions... Question C, since this is about mentorship, if you guys want oh, to. Sure, I'm totally fine with yeah, shifting over to that, and we'll just make this like a two-part. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I guess if y'all want me to start, I shall. <laughs> uh, so, uh, how does Victor approach his studies at the University of Inglostad? Uh, well, he kind of is like kind of surfing through the courses, and he finds like alchemy and chemistry, and he kind of just immediately falls in love and he falls in love to the point of just literally isolating himself for like what six years just to learn about it yeah. or didn't he like also like uh surpass like all his teachers or something yeah he did yep. uh, well he was given uh like multiple books to read mm-hmm. and then he like read it in like i think a few weeks if i remember correctly uh-huh. it was quicker than really... average yeah mm-hmm. so he just uh so that's so we already know from like kind of like this kind of standpoint, Victor has a very high intellect. So. Yeah, but he has a very like obsessive and like. Yeah, he's very obsessive very, over what he likes. Or obsessive determined. <laughs> um, but so like, um, 
the second part or like the second question within C or 2C was how is the approach different from your approach to your studies and well I think since we're more modernized right we more take all the classes together rather than majoring but then again none of us are in college so can't really Uh, compare in that aspect um yeah I don't I I don't obsess over like things like Victor, yeah. uh, but I do kind of sometimes isolate myself and like stop talking to people and like just constantly do my work. But I never like fully isolate myself. Mm-hmm. I always had someone like near me that will keep me like Chloe um, Ross. Yeah, that keeps me like down to earth and like yeah. not in a bad mindset. And I think that's actually a really good comparison to Victor because, like, he didn't have someone to kind of save him from that pit. Until his best friend came. Yeah, until Henry came. Uh, anything do you have to... How do you approach your studies, Kevin? So I can understand the part about the obsessiveness over certain stuff because I can kind of feel that depending yeah. on certain topics. Like, I'm personally really into, I'm really into science, so... I was yeah. always into and I can all all, also agree with you on that because like there's some things that I think are really interesting like psychology. I like French. <laughs> as long as you find um, the correct topic that you're really interested in, it's so easy to get obsessive into it, and then you can get into the isolation state if it's you get really deep into it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think luckily though, with like the more modernized world, it's so much easier to contact people and find them that it's really easy to kind of not be sucked into that little hole. Um, Moving on to the third question, if you guys don't mind, unless you guys have something to add. uh, How how does Victor, like, choose a mentor? And then I also kind of want to merge that into the fourth question with, do we, like, do any of us have a mentor? So, sure, so he chose his mentor mainly by finding a person with the similar similar research and similar interest, mainly the professor mm-hmm. with alchemy at the beginning saying how how Victor, he read all the books that his dad said were redundant, but the professor said, wow, this is a great stepping, stepping stone. We should definitely get more into it with you. Mm-hmm. In, a way, in a way. I think that was in a really important bond and connection between the two because like, uh, for what I kind of remember, his dad never really cared about what Victor was interested in so I think like the professor kind of took that lead and he's like no let's work on this right let me help you let me kind of like help you kind of achieve your dream almost you know yeah I was gonna kind of say that like Victor's like because Victor didn't have a mentor when he was younger right but Mm -hmm. he kind of had like those books to like uh be the substitute for that yeah his ideas of um I think even though he had those, it still was not healthy in any way because that just isolated him more. Yeah, but who says that mentors are always, like, the healthiest? That's true. That's a good point. Then again, the question is, like, if it's... It doesn't say if it's a good or bad mentor, just mentor in general. Yeah. That's fine. And then so moving on to, like, that fourth question because I kind of want to merge it. Do, like, any of you guys have a mentor? Because, like, I see kind of my parents as mentors because, like, they kind of show us what to do and what's right and what's wrong. All right. I think, like, kind of any adult around you that tries to set an example can be set as a mentor. Because if they're trying to teach you a lesson that you can take farther into life with you, I think that means that they're doing their best to help you. I guess I do have a mentor. It's my mom. But she has it, like, in, like, a weird, like, toxic way. 
a love-hate relationship yeah a love-hate relationship but like i am taught by like a lot of many like a lot of things from her but like necessarily it's not the best thing it's maybe not in the best most efficient like it's not in the best way yeah Um, yeah how about you kevin so yeah i personally don't have a mentor because my parents aren't in the same interest level as me for my my interests (laughs) so it's mainly just on my own uh, not this semester since no science this semester, unfortunately. But last last semester, I was definitely with a chemistry teacher, a lot more into it. Yeah. So yeah, so let's go to that last question. How would your studies be different if your mentoring situation were different? Um, I think if I didn't have those people around me to kind of teach me and kind of guide me and help me find what I like to do, I think I'd kind of be in a bit of a like jam. Like I wouldn't know what I want to do, right? Yeah. And maybe I wouldn't understand maybe what everything around me kind of meant with like as much as I do now, because there's been so many instances where I've been given a different view, opinion, or kind of output on something, right? So I think that it's kind of interesting that uh, like how much our lives change when we have certain people in our life. So I think in like bringing that into this question, because that's off topic, I think like without the people that have helped mentor me in my life, I don't know where I'd be, but definitely not where I am now, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say kind of like the complete opposite. If I had like a, a better mentor, not necessarily my mom's like horrible, but like like if I had extra help for like things that I like, struggled with, right? I feel like I would be in like in a better position in like my studies and like mentally. I'm not saying it's like my mental is horrible. I'm just saying I think something I can agree to that since a mentor who isn't in the same mindset can only get you so far. You just have to have yeah. someone who's at the same level as you. Or same interests, same motivations or any along those lines. Yeah, you can't be conflicting all the time. Sorry, my dad was being a hindrance. He just put my dirty shoes with lots of dirt on the bottoms <laughs> on my black uh mouse pad so nice. and then he started to proceed to annoy me because he didn't realize i was doing a podcast so <laughs> back on topic where were we sorry oh I, we were talking about um kevin and i as mentors just ending out the uh, last question yeah we were basically just saying we just wish we had like a bit then our mentors aren't horrible but we want like a better you had like a stronger connection or yeah. someone who could relate to you oh yeah, yeah 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 that's what he literally said oh my god okay. brave one, like, <laughs> uh so if it's okay fine if we just cut it off here okay so how does this portion of the reading develop the creature as a character so mainly this portion we learned that he was isolated at the beginning he was all sad had no one to look to until he kind of ran into nature found fire learned that fire was his sense of knowledge in a way teaching him how to learn which kind of gives him the most kind of sounds that sounds so weird to say like teaching someone to learn i mean it makes sense you're not wrong i'm not saying you're wrong but i think that's just kind of such a weird sentence to say because like we kind of always like if you think about it as long as we've had it we've had that like idea like to always learn right what we're being taught but Mm -hmm. Like, the monster doesn't have a mentor, so it has to teach itself to learn. I think that was, I think that was really interesting going off of what you said, Kevin. And also, going back to the Wordsworth, oh, sorry. 
Okay. Well, I kind of when he was talking about how um the Victor oh no that um nature taught the creature. I kind of like I kind of thought in my head like Victor had the books. You know, like that was his like like because he the creature didn't have a mentor and Victor didn't necessarily have a mentor till later. And like the books taught him stuff, and now creature the creature is being taught by like nature and like mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I just I'm it's just like a thought that just popped in my head sorry yeah no no that's totally fine uh but so i think also then kind of like what i was gonna do before uh you know i let you go not not turning to 30 shades sorry uh but like kind of like how he didn't have a mentor i think that kind of i think going back to like a sentence i've already said from the poem because it's kind of like now applying reapplying itself to someone different within the story but like Frankenstein's like in quotes our meddling insect our intellect not insect oh my god but like he kind of has such a like he has the ability to be taught things without a mentor I thought that was like really interesting because like that's like that's kind of I don't know how to put it maybe unorthodox in a sense maybe like he didn't have someone to guide him or lead him like he had to do it all himself if that makes sense yeah. Yeah. i don't know how to put it that totally makes sense <laughs> that totally makes sense okay so was it suggested that uh, we need to be a human yeah. which is the second part of the second part of this question honestly oh, go for it on, honestly um the creature used to be so oblivious right Mm-hmm. And it needs to be like so dependent yet so independent, right? Because he used to steal from people, but then he became so independent, whatever. And okay, so this might sound a bit weird, but I think this is, I think the creature might be supposed to like kind of represent what Victor doesn't have. And by that, I mean Frankenstein has self responsibility. He like realizes what's wrong, right? Yeah. Or I don't know if I just said Frankenstein. I meant the creature. The creature like realizes like, oh, stealing is wrong. Like I shouldn't have stolen from these people. But he also kind of has that idea like he realizes what's wrong with him, right? Besides, of course, maybe the grossest features. But like he kind like the monster kind of realizes what Victor can't. I think, and I think that's really important. Yeah. That's a good part. I I never thought about that. And I think that also kind of just adds how like. It's kind of like, if you flip this script, it's kind of like you start to see the monster being a bit more humanized than Victor. Because Victor doesn't take responsibility for his actions, right? He kind of seems apathetic. But then the creature over here is really empathetic, and it realizes what it's done wrong. And when you think about a human, you usually think of, like, empathetic, right? You think of intelligent, empathetic, right? Uh, And so I think, like, being human really uh, gives the personification of... The creature, even though, for, like physically, it's not seen as human. If that makes sense. Honestly, the way I kind of see humans is kind of different. I obviously they have feelings, but I see them like as like obviously we're all humans, but like like overall everybody's like horrible. Like they have an obsessive behavior. They always try to kill each other. They're always like competing, right? And like I think. Frankenstein or the creature has like no like compare like he doesn't compare to that he he hasn't have any have any similarities unless you like connect the like the idea of him killing William because we don't know if he killed him yet right yeah 
it's kind of like it's kind of in shroud i think him right now like obviously he does have the feelings of a human but i think like the way i see he view humans as like people who always want to compete with people and like kill people or whatever i don't think he can like has anything like or similarities to my idea of of being a human yeah i just thought that like it was kind of an interesting idea that like the the creature and the creature always kind of finds victor too so i thought that was like victor like i see the creature almost as like a as like almost like it's like as if it's fake because Mm -hmm. it's just a personification of what victor is missing but and it always finds him like it's always a part of victor but victor just can't accept it that makes sense no, that's true. That really makes sense. A lot. And then, uh, Kevin, if you have anything to add, you totally can go for it. I've spoke my mind probably more than I should have. I should have given you guys probably a bit more time to talk, but so that's my opinion, my thoughts. I mainly agree with your thoughts. So there's nothing really else to add on to it. <laughs> yeah, I think you I kind of just dominated the conversation. My bad. Yeah. Hey, you spoke but for I all mean, of us. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, I really So did. I think as long, as long as I think I got the point across, I think for the most part we should be okay. But I don't know how much it is participation about each of us talking. But if we were all on the same page, I'm hoping that doesn't really affect anything. I think but, we should so, be good. It was a good conversation. Yeah. yeah, so I think that really sums up a lot of our podcast. And I think we did really well on it. So, uh... I guess goodbye. <laughs>